Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. The Bean Pod is presented by Dowmaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. Dowmaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. Dowmaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to dowmaker.com to learn more. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to talk about crypto regulations. And this is huge because this will decide if crypto rips or if it dips. I like it. Honestly, this is probably the most important topic to talk about right now. Mm. Um, There's huge regulations coming. The government is coming out and saying they're going to announce a big thing as soon as February, which is, you know, in a couple of weeks. Um, this could decide where the market goes. Yeah. I mean, originally, I think when you hear the word regulation, you can get a bit put off by it because anything that the government touches usually goes to shit, you know? And it's we've seen it with other sectors that, you know, with the marijuana sector, for example, as soon as they touched it, it went to shit. Right. Like, it's a scary word. And the thing that made Bitcoin so amazing it was this decentralized nature. You know, it feels like it's the power to the people. As soon as you get these big wigs stepping in and controlling what it is that makes this thing so special in the first place, it's ter- it, c- it can be scary. For sure. I think um, one of the big things is we're going to talk about today, what are they actually going to regulate? Because um, there's specific parts of the industry that they're going to target. They're not, it's not going to be a blanket regulation. The whole thing has to abide by these rules. They're going to break it down piece by piece. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about there's probably three or four main things they're looking at regulating, which will impact your day-to-day portfolio and all the crypto investments that we do and that you do. So it's a super important topic, right? Yeah, absolutely. So Biden came out, said that he's going to ma- he's going to announce an executive order on cryptocurrencies. And I think this is good because the Senate will never agree. You're going to get the Democrats and the Republicans constantly finding a way to not pass a bill. And the longer that they take to actually get regulation in place, well, I think will actually hurt crypto in America, North America specifically. And it could give a country, a country like Russia a head start, you know, and it, <clears throat> it'll become like an arms race of crypto in a way, right? So right. the quicker they can jump on this, I think the better. I mean, in general, governments tend to drag their heels and decisions they say they will make next month tend to be next year. So I don't think there's any cause for panic and I don't think there's going to be any decisions coming imminently. What they're going to do is announce that they're starting a team to look at crypto regulations. Right. So that's going to be the big thing. And we we were joking about this the the other day saying, oh, Biden's going to come out and make this crazy announcement. He's just going to announce that there's going to be more announcements. Yeah. So (laughs) in a couple of weeks, don't, don't get too panicked. Don't let the FUD, you know, get into your blood. Right. It's just going to be more announcements to come. Right. So I, I was looking through it today, you know, you know, for the past few weeks since I've, since I've seen the announcements, there's actually senators have already come out and kind of alluded to or given clues to what's going to happen. Right. So there's this one senator, Cynthia Loomis. She's actually she's very pro Bitcoin, very pro crypto. 
Um, she's trying to introduce a bill that's going to integrate crypto and Bitcoin within the financial system of the United States. So she's all for it. Uh, and then there's another guy, Senator Pat Toomey. He's already put, set, set forth a set of guidelines specifically for stable coins, right? Mm. And stable coins is one of the big talking points of the regulations, right? Right, right. So what are they going to do? Regulate the USDC? Or are they going to come up with a new coin? Well, I think, I mean, what we've seen from other countries around the world and what we've already seen the murmurs of with the United States is they're going to create their own digital currency, right? Right. So instead of USDC or USDT or BUSD, what we have right now, mm -hmm. they're going to create the US dollar digital version. Okay, right. Um, so then <clears throat> one, I think that will actually give some credence to it because, you know, a lot of people say Tether USDT is not backed by anything, right? Yeah. So if it's the US dollar issuing these digital dollars, at least it's backed just the same way the US dollar is. Now, whether you think that's actually backed by something real or not, that's up to you, right? <laughs> what are they backing it to? A, a, yeah, it's not backed a, by gold anymore. <laughs> back to an inflationary <laughs> paper money that is going down every single day. Kind of like. defeats the purpose of crypto, right? Yeah. But it's going to happen. So what's gonna, what I think is going to happen is for stablecoins specifically, they're going to create their own. Um, and then if you're trading on a United States-based exchange, you will be using that stable coin to trade in and out of other digital assets right. like Bitcoin or mm. Ethereum or whatever. So instead of going onto Coinbase and buying USDC, potentially you will have to buy the United States digital currency. Right. USAT. Yeah. Or something like but that. But I mean, yeah. honestly, like if you think about it, that will speed up adoption because it will remove a barrier of trust of, and a barrier of entry for people to get into the crypto markets. Yeah. If they know that, all right, the US government is behind this, you know, it's not just some guy or some exchange that I've never heard of. I think that's going to make it a lot easier for people to, all right, well, first of all, they're going to maybe put some of their money into this digital asset and then it'll make them a lot more likely to change that for another day, mm -hmm. like Bitcoin or mm -hmm. Ethereum, right? I think, yeah, like <clears throat> the biggest thing that we're all looking for right now is we want the price to go up. The price will go up if we can get mass adoption into this industry. And right now, first of all, I think only like 16% or so of Americans invest in or are looking to invest into crypto. That's a really small percentage. And the barrier to entry is very difficult. You know, I've tried to walk people through obtaining a wallet, transferring the money. It's a nightmare. So if you can just maybe get a Bitcoin spot ETF, you know, and actually directly invest in the asset through uh, the same way you would through the stock market, the barrier to entry is a lot smaller. Sure. And the SEC will not regulate, or sorry, <clears throat> the SEC will not pass a Bitcoin spot ETF until there is a regulation in place. Yeah, agreed. Right? So I made a video on this today. Yep. And I wanted to highlight just how much money is on the sidelines. You know, the tech savvy, I brought this up in a previous podcast. It's like the average um, investor's net income or uh, net wealth. And the 35 and under their net, their average net is uh, 75K. Right. You know, when you, when you look to the older generations, you know, the people from 50 to 80 years old, their average is 1.2 million. Wow. Those people are not as tech savvy, you know, maybe some of, the, some of them are, but let's generally speak here. So in order to get the, the average of the 1.2 million per household into this industry, they're going to want to do it through a Bitcoin ETF. It's simple. They're used to investing in stocks. It will bring so much more money into this, into this asset. 100%. Once the regulation comes, 
then the Bitcoin spot ETF can actually be be approved. We've already seen today the Fidelity spot ETF was rejected. Yeah. There was one last week that got rejected. Two two got rejected. Two got it's rejected. Just, every single one is going to get rejected. Yeah, until the until the regulation comes in, yeah. right? And so, what specifically are they doing? So, just back to stable coins. <laughs> What they're going to be doing is effectively classifying stablecoin issuers as banks. So even if the United States doesn't create their own digital one right away, the, the ones that are issuing them right now will then be classified as banks. So they're going to be much more regulated, the reporting to the IRS, all that kind of stuff. It's a it's a big change. Right. So that's going to, again, you're building trust here with, with the consumer mm. and with, with the people in the market, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then another one of the big things that they're talking about with regulation is the exchanges. So currently... A lot of the exchanges, you know, they started up the wild cards. Um, tax reporting is up to the user or the customer, um, but that's all changing. So they're actually going to be classifying the exchanges in a different class as they currently are. So they are now going to have to take care of the reporting in terms of issuing the, the, the tax forms. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to make it a lot easier because the, the burden of doing crypto taxes is no longer going to fall solely on the individual the exchanges who have, you know, a track record of all your trades, they're going to help you with it because they're now regulated as mm-hmm. basically banks or, or like stock market, you know, brokers, that kind of stuff. How great is that? You don't have to stress about, oh, I got paid in, in this currency, but then it went down. Does that mean my investment went down or what I got paid is less? Yeah. Right. Like that's going to make things so much simpler. And, you know, when you look at the way that, you know, our, our healthcare industry needs more support right now our education system needs more support right now and people are these 19 year olds are making millions of dollars on nfts and you know getting the right project the right time making millions of dollars pay your freaking taxes yeah you know like the country needs it you think everything just appeared randomly out of thin air no that came from people contributing to society like that is what we need. Yeah, I hate like I hate when people try to avoid taxes. Like, yeah, you always see in our comments, crypto taxes. No, here here's how you do it. Just don't pay your taxes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not going to get you too far, especially no. because everything's on the blockchain. Everything can be tracked. Yeah. Once the government really gets a hold of this and it's regulated, they can plug your wallet addresses, which they will eventually track back to you for something, and see exactly all the money you've made over the last ten years and say you owe us this. Yeah. No, and, I, and I'm I'm in favor of the transparency. I don't think maybe the re- the regulators you know, and some of these senators and whatnot, they may not like the transparency. You know, you look at Nancy Pelosi and, you know, yeah. some of the insider trader that trading that she's been accused right. of doing. I don't think people like her are really going to like it. <laughs> yeah, no. But, I mean, I think it's true. Yeah. But for the White House to come forward and say that they are going to regulate crypto, it's a good sign for the industry. It's a good sign for us. They're recognizing it. They're recognizing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This is not going anywhere. No. Crypto and Bitcoin is here to stay. And now the White House is issuing a federal statement on it. Mm. And anybody who, <laughs> this is a, at, at its peak was like a three plus trillion dollar market cap, the crypto industry. So anybody who didn't expect this to eventually come is very naive. Yeah. Like they're not, the government's not going to just let this run around willy nilly and not step in at some point. It's the Wild West right now. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. still the Wild West days of crypto, and we're all going to look back on this. Remember in, when we in five and ten years and say like, you know, wow, remember <laughs> when you could just do this and this and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's all going to get regulated, and it all is for the better. They're saying that um, what I was just talking about, the exchanges having to report to the IRS directly, that could come as soon as twenty twenty four. Right. So within two years, mm. so it's going to happen. I mean, fast for a government. But it's going to happen quickly. Um, and these are sweeping changes that we need, right? Yeah. But if you look around the world, there's other countries that have already done it. 
and there's regulations that are happening around the world. You might not necessarily hear them. Uh, you know, obviously we hear about the China ones because that's a big, that's China banned crypto, China banned Bitcoin mining. That makes world news. Um, but if you look around, Vietnam, which is one of the top countries in, world, in terms of crypto adoption, has already done this. They've already started to set up this government, the policies. So they're probably, you know, six to 12 months ahead of where the United States is at. The Philippines, um, so that's one of the hubs of, you know, something like Axie Infinity, the Plater and Gaming, Blockchain Gaming. They're a huge crypto company. Um, so they've already part, they've already gotten a bunch of their money transfers, the banks, they've already regulated them so they can now start using crypto. Right. So it's all happening over in Asia. You don't, we don't really hear about yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. right? Um, I think there was one other one, Thailand, um, another super forward looking com- uh, country in uh, crypto. They've already started their stablecoin regulation. They've already started making their own one. Like it's all happening, right? So like the yeah. United States, they're a big, big country. Um, everyone's got their eyes on them, but when you're when you're not looking, it's happening. Mm, like El, Sal- El Salvador was, you know, one of the biggest. I know they've, they've kind of kiboshed it a little bit. The way they, I guess, their lead, what's the guy, president's name? Yeah, the president. I don't know. He, you know, he's tweeting about yeah. he's wearing McDonald's, <laughs> you know, jersey or whatever. And um, but the moment that they got, he he made Bitcoin like legal tender over there. It's, I think it was something like seventy percent of the population had all of a sudden had wallets and operating right. wallets. So. If you look at if they did that in America, we're now taking the 10 to 15% of people who invest in crypto. Boom. Let's say now all of a sudden 70% of, the, of, of America now has these wallets. Right. Right. That's going to really help with adoption. 100%. I think it's all of this regulation is good. Kevin O'Leary. Now he's a, you know, huge crypto guy. He five years ago, he was Wasn't, calling, calling yeah. it a scam. Yeah. Now he is all for it. He owns his own exchange. He's invested in all these different cryptos. Very public about his investments. He's one of the biggest proponents. He said as, as soon as adoption comes, trillions of dollars will flow into this asset class. As soon as regulation. As soon as regulation yeah, comes, yeah. then it, it's on. It's game right. on. Yeah. Huge banks, net worth individuals, billionaires, countries, huge corporations. They're all on the sidelines right now because they can't touch it. Mm. It's, it's still, you know, it's a gray area. It's a dark black market, whatever. As soon as it becomes fully legal, fully regulated, taxable by the book, it is game fucking on for then, crypto. Then these these companies will now know how to handle it. You know, I, I I make a I make the comparison to the marijuana sector because it too is kind of in one of those uh, transitional periods where it's trying to be regulated. It's you know, there's all these different things occurring in that sector, but and none of the businesses are allowed to uh, have bank accounts and whatnot. It's stopping institutional money com- from coming in because they're not, they're afraid to touch it. They don't know what the next move is going to be. Once this is written in stone, then these, lo- then the institutions know, okay, these are the rules. These, these, they're going to be more comfortable. They're dealing with billions upon billions of dollars. They're not dealing with a hundred bucks or 20 yeah. bucks like a retail investor, you know? Yeah, like, it's, it's going to be very clear. Big money, right? So for sure. So we, we, we've covered basically, so things to look at the stablecoin regulation is going to be big. Um, the regulation of the exchanges and the IRS and the tax reporting is going to be big. Mm. The next thing, you know, we've had it on our radar for years now, but it's very important. And there could be a conclusion or um, a move towards one this year is the SEC lawsuit with XRP, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So the short story of that is they're trying to classify XRP, the tokens from that were issued by Ripple as a security. Mm. So this will have a, a huge impact on the industry, whichever way the case is ruled. Um, and it also has an impact on every single ICO or IDO moving forward because basically what they're saying is that Ripple Labs just created these XRP tokens out of nowhere, sold them to investors for billions of dollars just for their own benefit and actually 
they're not doing anything what they said they were going to do. Like mm-hmm. the actual tokens, you know, no, no one's using them yet because it's still in the lawsuit, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so this lawsuit has been going on for years now. Yeah. Um, but if, if they rule it as a security, that's going to have even more sweeping regulations for every other ICO or crypto crypto launch moving forward because crypto companies won't just be able to issue these tokens out of thin air. Mm. But if you read the tea leaves and you see what's going on with the case, I don't know. It seems like they won't do that. Right. Um, but any, it's anyone's best guess at this point. You talk about the issuance of the ICOs and the, you know, the IDOs. That is such a, a wonderful thing about crypto is the fact that people can get in early on these projects and actually make some good money. When regulation comes in the same way the stock market currently operates is you have these big organizations that get in at the super early stages. Regular investors can't do that in the stock market. You know, when you hear about a big company going public, the IPO, you know, we, we're not going to have access to that once it goes, once it gets regulated. I think, I mean, I don't know, but that is a part of me that disagrees with the possible regulation that they're going to put, put into place, yeah. right? Like I'm thinking that they could use, I don't know, old, old regulations and just place it on top of like this, just change this word and then this will be what the regulation is. So for sure. I mean, crypto launches, we <coughs> take part in them all the time. Uh, it's one of the best ways for, you know, great returns. Mm. Um, you know, a company like Dowmaker is vetting these amazing projects and they're allowing retail investors to get into these projects before they launch. Um, and some of the returns are 5X, 10X, 50X, 100X. And, you know, as you just said, you have to be a high net worth individual to participate in these pre-sales for stocks, which is getting in before an, I- an IPO. Yeah. But with crypto, you only have to be holding, what was it, $2,500 worth of crypto in your wallet and doesn't of have any to, asset. Of any of their selected assets, yeah. which is a lot. So anyone with $2,500 worth of crypto can get into a pre-sale launch if you're from the right specific countries mm-hmm. uh, via Dowmaker. And honestly, like that's it's a game changer. It's so silly that anybody who's now, I think it's 2,500 of any EVM compatible token. Yeah. The fact that if you have any Binance, any Avalanche, any one of those tokens, if you're not just a, a t- at least attempting to, to get in is insane. I don't understand yeah. why you would. So EVM means it, it's held in a, uh, like a MetaMask yeah, or exactly. a trust wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. So it can be any of these tokens held in your MetaMask, pre-sales, huge opportunity. So you get into a, a public offering, like an early stage offering, right? Yeah. But what will happen with regulation with that? We don't know. I, I feel like at this stage, that's probably going to remain untouched for now. It seems like the first things they're looking at are stable coins, tax reporting, um, and also, I think uh, one of the things that came up um, that I've heard about, maybe not as well as publicized, is obviously people that don't know anything about crypto, they think, oh, it's used for money laundering. It's used for right. criminal activities. Because that was, you know, one of the first things it was used for with right. um, the Silk Road. Yeah. Um, I think what they're going to start doing is potentially flagging these large-scale crypto transfers from mm. wallet to wallet or exchange to exchange. The exchanges will be able to do that because they're going to be regulated. Yeah. So if you're Coinbase, US-based, transferring to FTX US based and you're transferring, you know, $20,000 right now, it's probably just go, just goes through wall to wallet. Right. Mm. But if it's regulated exchanges, just like if you're transferring large amounts of money from bank to bank or something, you know, th- there's flags that go up to make yeah. sure that you're not, you know, laundering money or whatever it is. So they want They want to get rid of fraud and criminal activities in crypto. And I think that's probably going to be step one of how they're going to do it. I but, fully, I fully support that. Yeah. You know, we talk about the transparency and that's totally what I'm looking for here. Um, and something else they're going to have to consider is how traditional assets will lose out as a blockchain technology grows, right? So you're going to have money now flowing out of traditional sectors 
what does that mean for you know some of the current investments that these guys have like you know like bigger big, yeah bigger companies that where they're holding billions of dollars and now money doesn't just come out of thin air i mean it kind of does when they're printing it but the money has to go somewhere mm. right so there's probably a lot of hands in people's different pockets in congress you know big pharma if money starts to flow from you know those traditional assets into blockchain technology how's that gonna look for their balance sheets you know right. the, you know more of the traditional type of stock companies and whatnot right i mean first of all the, the thing that comes to mind is all the smart companies they are already integrating mm. it even the ones that haven't been as public like a company like facebook or meta yeah or square or tesla you know about buying bitcoin or integrating blockchain technology or the metaverse into their day-to-day -day operations the ones that even aren't saying publicly they're doing it you know if they're smart they're doing it Right. Right. Because they see the future. These companies are thinking 10, 20 years in the future. If they aren't integrating blockchain technology or behind. crypto assets or digital assets into their, you know, product, product lineup, their business model, they're going to get left behind. Yeah. And for the question about where's the money going to float from to crypto, the biggest industries that are going to get hit are the ones that crypto is disrupting specifically. Right. So old school industries like, you know, old money transfer stuff like banks. I mean, banks are running scared because people are now finding these decentralized banks. Right. Um, but the smart banks are the ones that are adopting it already mm. or looking to, you know, secretly adopt it. Yeah. Now they have their blockchain industry. You know, it's it's the ones, the, uh, the industries that are going to be specifically affected, that's where the money's going to flow out of. You know, people aren't going to sell their biotech stocks to invest in crypto. It's kind of separate. Mm. But it's it's the things that crypto is disrupting. So It's what they're going to have to figure out in these regulations, yeah. for sure. And, and another topic in terms of what's going to get disrupted and also regulated nfts mm. right they're not just going to be forgotten about especially <laughs> now you posted that thing on twitter today about how nfts is now a more popular search term than yeah. crypto yeah nfts will be regulated mm. um and i've seen some buzz that they could potentially be included as securities eventually because think about it they're issuing these ten thousand tokens on the blockchain out of nowhere it's a jpeg and they're selling it for their own benefit. And they're not really, a lot of them aren't following up on what they're doing, right? So this is, could mm, be labeled as a sure security. Not. Yeah, I agree. Taxed as a security. And the people who are, you know, it's, it's going to be a big change. Mm. And that's why, you know, the SEC chairman, Gary Chandler, comes out and says, it's all about investor protection. You know, you look how many scams have occurred. All the meme coins, you know, the, the rug pulls, the NFT collections not following through on the utility. Yep. You know, the, the, there is something to be said about the investor protection. You know, I, I know a lot of the population can come out and say, oh, yeah, it's to protect yourselves, you know, and, and make sure you guys are making money. But at the same time, people, I, you're not going to have to really worry about rug pulls and the meme coins and all these other, you know, issues that this industry seems to have at the moment. Yeah. Right. So uh, speaking of meme coins, uh, one thing I came across is that Thailand has banned cryptocurrency exchanges in their country for providing services related to meme tokens, fan tokens, and NFTs. Right. So they've flat out banned meme coins <laughs> from their, you know, domestic exchanges. Yeah, yeah Obviously, yeah. you can use a Uniswap or a PancakeSwap, which right. is where most of them are anyway, but you, you never know. Like, maybe all the countries are going to be like, fuck these meme coins. This is bullshit. Mm. You're not allowed to trade these meme coins on any centralized exchange. I wonder what, what uh, but okay, so eventually, where does it get to the point where they just stop, you know, they're just like maybe Cardano. They're just like, we're blocking Cardano. It's a meme coin too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love how we always just tear into Cardano. <laughs>
<laughs> not so bad. It's not so bad. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you actually invested some money into yeah, recently, yeah. right? So, but where does that stop? I'm wondering where, at what point do they say, okay, this actually has no utility, you know, because there are a lot out there yeah. that have some random utility and to them, it to the owners of the project, it does. But where does it end, right? I think what you're going to see is the most outrageous projects and, and project categories in crypto being regulated the quickest. For example, these ridiculous, sometimes lucrative, sometimes scam projects that are offering 800 million percent APY. You know what I mean? Like time. You see what happened to that one? It's completely Gone, right? crumbled. There's you a know, few people pumping that on yeah, you, their socials. Eh? You lock it up for lock it up for three to six to 12 months and you earn 8 million percent interest <laughs> on whatever you put in. But you can't take it out until six months. And by the time six months comes, the token yeah. is worth 0. 0.00001 cents. The owners are off in Costa Rica chilling. <laughs> I think, you know, that kind of stuff is what brings the, 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 the lights, the regulation of crypto really fast. That's so right, I could yeah. see these um, insane yield um, companies, whatever you want to call them, APY, all that stuff. That is the, those sectors and, you know, meme coins, that's the stuff that was going to get regulated first if they're going to target it by sector. For now, I don't think we have to worry about that. I think it's going to be stable coins, exchanges. I think they said from the Biden announcement that's <clears> coming <throat> out, say it's end of Feb, early March. They're going to give them each different agency that they're tasking. I think they're going to do three or four. Okay. Three to six months to come up with a report. And then they will make a decision or, well, move to make a decision on that. Okay. So where does that put us? March. July. That puts us, yeah, July, possibly August, September. Plus, plus an extra couple of months because they're going to be delays. And then what you have to think about is we're in a midterm election year in, in the America, right? Right. So November. Um, right. So that's going to be, it's a, you know, cryptocurrency is now popular NFTs yeah. are popular it's reached the mainstream do you want to alienate the younger voters with these regulations or do you want to make them more friendly and just you know really explain how it makes sense i think that's going to play a factor as well they want to win as many seats as they they can in the house and the senate so it's going to be a factor for sure right but that number currently i think i said it was something around 15 percent. it seems like it's a lot to anybody who's potentially in crypto watching this podcast investing in it it seems like no everybody's involved but when only 15 percent is how much of a winning debate, you know, is it? It's a good point. But some of these, it's like the younger generation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to sway that, the yeah, younger generation from those yeah, votes, especially sure. in like the swing states and stuff. So yeah. I think it, it will be, you know, not one of the main issues, of course. It's still just crypto. <laughs> to it's, us it is. <laughs> it's to us it is. But I think I think it, there will be discussions. There yeah, will no, be discussions for sure. for sure. Definitely within our circles and in industry, you're going to mm. hear it. But um, big regulations coming in a midterm election year, Coming to the forefront, NFTs is literally everywhere. Like it's all happening. Yeah. So there's gonna have to be a line drawn in the sand. And I hope Bitcoin's sitting somewhere around a hundred, you know, hundred grand at that at that point. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also looking forward to maybe some regulations around the energy, like the energy consumption, mining. Yeah. I just want to see maybe how they're they're gonna put some caps on some of these projects, or you know, I don't know what they can do, but I mean, I know it. Mining is attempting to go green. I get it. But I just would like to see what they have in place for the environmental side of things as well. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I feel like they've already kind of targeted with carbon credits and regulations, factories and, and anything in terms of industry to yeah. be environmentally green. So you never know. They could, I mean, down the track, if you're mining Bitcoin or if you're doing this, you have to adhere to these certain restrictions. Mm. It's, it's definitely possible. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's another thing I'm kind of looking for in this as well. And again, I, I think that this is a huge congressional issue. And I think it's a big, 
um, arms race, I will, for, for crypto. And I think, you know, Russia's making moves right now. It seems like Ch- China's doing something in the background. You don't know what they're doing, you know. So they, these guys in, down in, in the U.S., they can't, they can't let it slip. Well, think about this. It just, it's really a reminder of how early we are in crypto in general. Imagine investing in stocks before they're regulated. Is <laughs> yeah. that the 1920s? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is really the Wild West. It, the fact that there are no government, you know, statements on this yet. No regulations. The taxes, it's all on you. The banks aren't dealing with it. It is so early. It is. It's, and things like this really kind of just remind you of that. Can you think of any other big industry that got this popular without comp- being regulated at all? No. I, um, like- yeah, so... Look, regulation long-term, it's a good thing. We yeah. need it. I think, if anything, it's going to be another buy-the-dip opportunity, right? Yeah, because I mean, it will depend, depend on how the media decides to spin it and how we decide to digest it. You know they're going to spin it negatively. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So they can. So whoever is funding the media can jump in at a lower price. Buy more Bitcoin. I feel like um, it's going to be, as, as everything is, you zoom out on the charts, eventually the market's going to recover from the war scare. The market's going to recover from COVID. Yeah. Zoom out, buy the dip. I think if anything, regulation news, Biden to announce crypto regulations next week. Boom, dip. That's a buy the dip opportunity. I will scoop up everything. It could be like a very, you know, a prolonged short-term dip as there is uncertainty about the regulation and all that kind of stuff. But once that regulation comes in, and the, the high net worth individuals, the companies, the countries, the banks, they get involved. This is going to make crypto truly adopted and mainstream. And that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. I think I saw something. It was in the stock market. One, $1.3 billion worth of retail money was sold at the like exact wrong time. Right at the bottom. And then the, stock, the S&P just shot up right after Classic retail That's how investors. you know it. There's algorithms watching what y'all are doing. And the moment you're too scared and everybody's like, you know what? I'm not, I'm out. I don't want to lose any further. Boom. The algos, man. The retail. bots that's going. Retail investors always yeah. tend to lose. Yeah. We try to do our best here to educate everyone to make sure you don't end up in that group of people that are losing. The fear. Um, but look, we've got an exciting couple of weeks, couple of months ahead. We've got regulation coming. Well, at least announcements about regulation coming. I think 2022 is going to go down as a, a landmark year crypto, both in terms of adoption, regulation, all the kind of stuff. It's going to make it more real, trustworthy, and adoption is really just going to, I think, skyrocket after this is all said and done. So yeah. lots to look forward to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to more announcements upon more announcements. Yep. All right, sweet. Well, I think that's, <laughs> that's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, make sure you all tune into the next one. That one's going to be a banger.